All right. All right, let's pray. I'm trying to do two things on my phone at once, so. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, man, you are, you are such a good, good father. Man, and I, I know, I know that there are some women in here that grew up with a very hard father, a very angry father, or a very absent father. And I just thank you, Lord, that you are none of those. You are none of those, Father. And so I pray right now, Father God, that if there are lies the enemy is trying to whisper in any of these women's ears, lies about who you are and how much, they, how much you love them and how much you desire them, I pray that you would silence that in the name of Jesus. That you would bind and gag the enemy out of this place. That you would throw him out, Father God, and that you would consecrate the downtown Hope Center with your blood, Jesus, because that's what you came and you died for. You left your throne. Oh, you left your throne to come onto this earth for us. And so I pray, Father God, that you would just till the soil of our hearts, Lord, so that every single one of us may receive the truth that you have hidden in your word, Father God. And we will find it when we open it up and we start to read. Your law, your words will come to life. And so I pray, Father God, that you would um, just, man, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. King Jesus, you are seated on the throne here. And so I just pray, Father God, that you would just be high and lifted up. That you would be glorified, magnified, and praised. Thank you for this opportunity, Father God, just to be able to come and share my heart, Lord. Have your way. More of you and less of me. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, so I'm going to be in Colossians 1. And, um, and I'm going to start in verse 15. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation um, just because I, I just, man, there's just the, the words grab my heart and my attention um, in, in some ways uh, that, that others just don't. And it's just, it's a lot more easier to understand. So. Yes, amen. So, um, Colossians is going to be a New Testament. Towards the back. Towards the end. Yeah, towards the back. All right. I'm going to start in verse 15. This is talking about Christ. Jesus Christ. And his supremacy. Who he is. And so I just, for those that don't have your word, I just, I ask that you intently listen to, to, to what I'm about to read. And man, I just, I'm, it gets me excited just, uh, just because it's Jesus, you guys. This is Jesus. Verse 15, Colossians 1. Christ is the visible image of, of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created. It is supreme over all creation. 
Let's read that again. Jesus, Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything. Everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see. Glory to God. Such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. So if he created it, what position does he hold over those unseen rulers, unseen kingdoms in the unseen world? King, number one. Uno. That's why it says all will bow, all will confess. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he, he holds all creation together. He is above it all. There is no demon, there is no devil, there is no nothing that can trump the power and authority of King Jesus. He is seated on the throne. He is above them. And guess what? He created them and he's going to take them out. There is nothing that happens without his say so. Because he is the visible image of the invisible God. So he has all authority just like God does. They are one. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. We belong to him. If you were called by name, chosen before the foundations of the earth, you belong to him. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. I was dead, but now I am alive. I was of the world, but now I am of Jesus Christ. I was of darkness, but now I am of light. And he is my king. So he is first in everything. (sighs) Let's hold on to that just for a second. Because right there, that's a charge and a call for those who belong to him. So hold on to that. For God in all his fullness. (laughs) For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. You guys, he, 
he created everything. He was in charge of it all. He was, I mean, man, like, that's, that's some, that's some heavy duty things, right? That's a pretty big job description. He's the creator of the universe. He holds everything together. He is also the head of the church. Like, he's, man, he's, but his number one goal and desire and mission His heart, his heart's desire and longing and yearning was for the day that God turned to him and said, it is time. Go make things right. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. I can't imagine the joy and the excitement he felt when he could finally, he could finally leave his throne. He could finally leave his throne and he can go onto this dying, worthless world full of sin. The visible God who was on the throne, who created all things, could not wait to leave it to come onto this earth so that he could die for you and me. Oh, and like, just to know that God is, was so pleased in his son Jesus, for that was his love demonstrated in the flesh. Oh, because God looked down and he saw all the pain and he saw all the suffering and he saw how his children couldn't keep the law and there was no anger in that, there was no vindictiveness in that, there was no wrath in that, there was only compassion and kindness for him to say, you know what, we gotta send you, Jesus, we have to send you because my children need to come back to me. And so Jesus walked, he walked among the sick and the dying and the blind and the broken. And everywhere he went, he displayed that kindness and compassion visibly in the flesh. In his ultimate job, his ultimate duty, his ultimate choice was to go on the cross and to die for us. Knowing that we could have it, we couldn't make it any other way. We were failing at the law. And his, his love and his grace and his sovereignty in his, his, his kingdomship, his authority, his supremacy. He got on that cross and he conquered death and sin. And he went into that grave knowing what was going to happen three days later and that he would have the keys to Hades and hell. And he would have Satan underneath his foot for eternity. And then there would be able, there would be able to have a lake of fire and say, you know what, you're done for all of eternity. Go, go. And that is my King Jesus. Jesus' blood was shed for you and me on the cross. 
This includes you who were once far away from God. Who was far away from God? I was. I was. I was out there running and gunning. I was out there choosing the dope. I all time and time and time again. It was, you guys, I've had relapses. I've gone back out there. I've got my butt spanked. I knew what the truth was. And yet, and yet I still went out there. I still went back to the dope and the crime and, and, and walking away from my kids. I was far away from God. You were his enemies. I was his enemy. Those who are born into this world with a sin nature are his enemy. We were separated from him by our own evil thoughts and actions. Not anyone else's, by our own. <sighs> like I said so many times before, you guys, like, he, he requires us. He requires us to come to him broken and, and, and wounded and full of scars that, that, that haven't even healed yet. He... He, he wants us to be completely just left on the ground because, and not even be able to get back up or go back home because that's where he meets us, you guys. We have nothing to give when we have nothing to offer. When all we know, and, and he opens our eyes, he allows us to see our condition for what it truly is and that it's a sinner separated from him because of our choices, because of our evil heart. But that's where he meets us. Oh, just like Cassie said last week, where he willingly, he desires to come and heal us. Yes, I, I want to. He wants to heal us. And even though we were separated, and even though we were an enemy of him, yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you. Oh my glory, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our old is gone. She is dead. And behold, everything, all things, my mind, my heart, my will, my emotion. I am a new creation because of what Jesus has done. And I now stand in the presence of Yahweh. The King of kings and Lord of lords. The Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The great I am. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done for us. Thank you that now we are reconciled to the Father because of your sacrifice, because of your love and your constant pursuit of us. Thank you for not giving up on us. I pray, Lord, that you would just renew the hearts and the minds of the warriors in here, those who you have called by name, those who bow down to the name of Jesus. 
I pray, Father God, that you would just allow your spirit to be poured over them, Father God, and their strength would be renewed, Father God, that they would be able to rise up from the ashes, Lord, and be mighty warriors for your kingdom, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ by the word of their testimony, that they would stand firm and boldly and proclaim the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, that we would never forget, never forget your sacrifice, King Jesus, you who is supreme over all things in heaven and earth. I pray, Father God, that you would just, man, allow these ladies for their eyes to be open for those who do not know you. I pray, Father God, Jesus, that you would tear the veil, Father God, and that they would realize their need for a Savior. Oh, Jesus, that you would just move in their heart, Father God, that they may see, that they may see where they are headed for eternity if they do not belong to you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you would just allow those who do, that they would be sight, salt and light in this place, Lord, that they would conduct themselves worthy of the manner of their calling, Lord that they would love one another, that they would be kind to one another, that they would turn the other cheek and they would live like Jesus would live, Father God, catching the attention of those around them who do not know him. I thank you, Lord, for this group of ladies. I thank you, God, for this opportunity for me to be able to pour out my heart. It is only by you, Jesus. It is only by you and your grace that I'm not out there anymore. I thank you, Jesus, for that, and I praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's my husband coming. He's created above everything that Colossians is so. He said, Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. He existed before before anything was created and is supreme over all creation for through him God created everything in the heavenly realm and on earth he made the things we can see and the things we cannot see such as throne, kingdom, rulers and authority in the unseen world everything was created through him and for him that's powerful check this out that's so good because I was listening to my wife and check this out. We talk about King Jesus, okay? Check this out. He was sitting at the royalty at the right hand side of the Father. Royalty. Check this out. King Jesus, okay? In royalty. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, sitting in royalty. And he came down. He left his royalty to come down here. He left his royalty. Check this out. He brought to come down because he loves us, Elizabeth. Check this out. He left his royalty. Like my wife said. It was not come because he loved us. He left his royalty and he chose to go down and He chose. The only he take his life. He chose to go up there. Willingly. But he sat at the right hand side of the Father in royalty. He came down and gave his life. He rose at the third day. But he sat up there in royalty. King Jesus came down to be a man to feel what we feel. King Jesus came down to walk the earth. Feel the same thing we feel. What we're going through. Tempting. I mean, tempting. The same thing. But he sat at royalty and he began to talk about he came down here for us. For us. Why? You don't need us. What? Love. 
love. You know, it just completely just it blows my mind because my wife, my wife say, and then run the same thing. My life was like her life. Um, my life wasn't roses and dances and ice cream and cupcakes some years ago. It wasn't. My life 13 years ago, I was addicted 40 years of addiction, and I was nothing nice. Okay, but my king, like my wife, my king chose to come down here and check this out and wait for me with open arms, love the prodigal son. Okay, he waited for me to run down that road. He got back, he waited for me to just look. I mean, my case, baby, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Lord. He waited for me, and the minute he seen me, he ran. He ran to me like he did the love of the with open arms. Couldn't wait yeah. to hug me. Amen. You know, we're talking about a loving, Wow, love is great. I didn't have to follow. My wife said it. My wife gave me that was right. I didn't have to follow. You know, the only men, not even a man, because there were no men in my life. There were male figures, but there wasn't a man. That's a big difference. There was a male figure, but I never had a father. I never had a man in my life. Yeah, I've become a man after 37 years. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't raised by a man. I didn't have a man. I had many men. I never married. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so as she's speaking, that's like I got the shirt on. I got the shirt on. Good kids. What is it? 413? And it says it. It is so powerful because you know what? Not We can't do anything. We can't do, we can't even thrill. But, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real, real. I went through all the programs, the programs for the homie. I, I, I mean, the only place, the only thing, and the only place that helped me was JC program. Jesus Christ program. Yeah, yeah. That was the only program that helped me stop. Oh my, like I said again, 40-something years of addiction. I came out of Okay, I was speaking in New York when it was really bad. 47 years of addiction. Hardcore addiction. And 13 years ago, my told me I had my addiction. And like the blind man, he's talking in the book of Luke. He's a marvelous. He, he cried out, Jesus, son of David. He said, Jesus, son of David. He said, Jesus, son of David. And they told me that. They said, listen, yes, I'm going to be sat around and they're like, like, keep it down. And Jesus, Jesus said, who's that? Who's that? Did he? said, who's that? Who's that? He said, bring it to me. And they brought it. And they brought it. That was me. me you already know. And her. And many of them. And when he brought Barnabas, they brought Barnabas to Jesus. Immediately, Jesus looked at him. Meaning, he said, he said just like a single. Christ, we were screaming at 
back up like a cat, coming out swinging. We were, we were broken. This is when you're broken when God, he's God calling for you. But like she said again, he's going to break you. He's going to. This Christ, we don't see it. You already know And with that said, he said immediately, and immediately, immediately, my life changed, and it wasn't no program. It was Jesus. My life changed because of Jesus. My life changed on where I'm at because of Jesus. I'm who I am because of Jesus. My life is not perfect. It is not the man I can save. I can save you. I can go to me. My wife can save you. Go to you know what I'm saying? Wait, we got to say that we can go to bring everything to him. And he's got to see this. He's the only solution. He's the only solution. Christ is the only solution. So I really like, like my wife was saying, I'm curious. I've been here a year. The Lord has brought me here about a year ago. And, um, and I've seen, I've been seeing a lot. But you know what? I love where the Lord has me. Because he has me here. I love being outside ministering. I love, I get to see. And I get to do what he called me to do. It's love. Love, I love it. Show the love. And even when it's different. Oh, boy. But you know what? I continue. I'm Christ. I But, um. Philippians. So, I teach ministry in my wife. I was moved by the Spirit and it's so. This is the perfect, this is the perfect scripture that I give when she's um, she's speaking about. Um, 
him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose, I am self-sufficient in Christ. Sufficiency, I am ready for, he said, I am ready for anything and equipped to do anything through That's so powerful. Him who infused me with inner strength and confidence Who infuses me, you like that, huh? With inner strength and confidence and peace. <laughs> Come on. How you doing today? I'm glad you can see you back. Absolutely. So, once again, man. God is so powerful. God is the God of the impossible. He said it's not possible for man. And man, so beautiful that in his word, he's telling us how powerful he is. He's telling us who he is. But we got to take the time to read it. We got to take the time to spend with that so we can know what that is and what he's about, right? So he said, really good, and everybody knows it, I'm sure everybody knows it. At the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, all, that's that one too. <laughs> he said, at the name of Jesus, all knees should bow. At the name of Jesus, all knees should bow. talking about he's, he's royalty. All he's about is in the heavens, right? In the earth, that's here right now. And beneath the earth, because he's like, all right, so here we're going down into the east from the east from the end. And you know what All needs. This is King Jesus, royalty. King of King Lords and Lords. This is King Jesus. We're talking about. Like my wife said, everything was created through and for him. Through him and for him. We're talking about he is King of King of the We're talking about King Jesus. All needs to bow. And his truth is very truthful and God. So I really encourage that. My wife was saying, I really encourage everybody here. You know, so young ladies, man. He's the God of the impossible. He's a powerful, mighty God. There's not, a, there's not a problem too big, a situation too big, or too small that he's not, you know, that he can't, he can't, he can't, can't face. Jeremiah 32, 27 said, he said, I am God, Jeff, I am God, the Lord of all people. He said, is there anything difficult for me to do for you? There's nothing in all creation that God can do for us. Nothing. Everybody, everybody here. No one, I'm no different than anybody here. My wife is no different than anybody here. We all sons of all time. Daughters of all time. So there's nothing too difficult for you for us. Nothing. I mean, I'm telling you, he, trans he, the he transforms lives. I've seen it, you know, and I've even been here. I've watched it. 
next to my husband now with my with my schedule change you know and so god is just so good and and uh it always gets me fired up that man i'm 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 proclaiming the gospel of jesus christ with my husband you know like you asked me uh six years ago what i'd be doing that this this is i i would not so i mean like god is just just so good to use just you know what i mean like he is just so good. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time and this opportunity, Father God, just to, man, just to get excited over your name, to get brokenhearted over your name, to rejoice over your name and bow to your name, King Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have allowed Jose and I the opportunity to open our mouths to speak and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. I pray right now, Lord, for every single woman here. I pray that you would put a special hedge protection over her and her heart, Father God. That you would guard every single woman in here, Lord. That they would lean not on their own understandings, but in all their ways, Lord. Acknowledge you. I pray, Lord, that you would just, um, man, that they would get in their word, that they would read, and they would fall in love with you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that they would cry out to you, Lord, and not try to fix things in their own strength and ambition and wisdom, Lord, because where has that got us? I pray, Lord, that you would just allow the, um, the atmosphere and just the culture to change here at the Downtown Hope Center. Allow this to be a place of light. Allow this to be a place of hope and strength, Father God, and transformation that that you would begin to work on every single woman here, Lord, and this time next year, Lord, that there would be victories to proclaim and that there would be new life, Father God, coming from the downtown Hope Center. I pray that you would till the soil of this place, Father God, that you would you would pull out anything that does not belong to you and doesn't glorify you, Father God. Those roots, Lord, those, those idols of our hearts, Lord, I pray that you would continue just to to, to, to prune, Lord, and, 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 and so that we may bear fruit, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for every single woman here. I thank you that you have called Jose and I to the Hope Center for such a time as this. I pray, Lord, that you would just um, strengthen each woman here, that you would encourage them, that you would draw their eyes from the seen to the unseen. Allow them not to look at this world and their circumstances, but to have their eyes just fixed on Jesus. I love you, Lord, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.